Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today, we will be discussing Season 2, Episodes 45 and 46, titled Batman's Anniversary and a Riddling Controversy. Uh, If you don't know, if you didn't listen to the last episode of this show, and you have no idea why I'm doing two in one, uh, I was sick on Thursday and therefore didn't do a television archive that day. So I decided today I would just do this whole arc in one go so we could catch up and it'll be like nothing ever happened except it did and it was incredibly unpleasant. (laughs) It was not fun at all. Uh, But we're making it up right here, right now. It's gonna be great, except not really because this arc sucks. Uh, In these episodes, the Riddler returns once again. To go on another major crime spree on Batman's anniversary. Uh, Let's start with 245, and then we'll go into 246 from there. God, this arc sucks. Fun fact! Frank Gorshin does not appear in this season at all because he wanted more money. And therefore, wasn't in the show. So John Aston took his place this arc. And he's awful. He's so bad. It's so painful to watch him. Like, he tries to do Frank Gorshin, but it doesn't work. And he just creates this entire other style that is so... It's over the top, not in a good way, like Gorshin's Riddler. He he just sort of exists. And he does a shit job, and I hate him every second he's on screen. He's just not as endearing as Frank Gorshin. <laughs> oh my god. Even I do a better Frank Gorshin than him. At a certain point, he just gives up and just does straight man whatever. And it's just, what are you doing? It's so bad. He can't decide whether to be normal or batshit crazy. So he'll start, like, just doing normal dialogue in a normal way. And then he'll just start screaming random words. At one point, he yells flashlight over and over again in 246 for no reason. It's so dumb. He sucks. He's terrible in this role. And this never should have happened. Even the riddles suck. 
Even the riddles in this episode suck. There's really only one riddle in 245. And the riddle is not great. When does a man drown but not get wet? When he's in quicksand. And that relates in because Batman and Robin in the cliffhanger, spoiler alert, are sinking in quicksand. The riddles are usually the best parts of this show. But much like with Frank Gorshin's absence, the good riddles are absent. It's... It's painful. It's real... Real painful. <sighs> so anyway, let's get into the events of the episode itself. We get the opening sequence. Uh, Batman and Robin, are, or Bruce and Dick rather, are doing a pie puzzle. And they're just going through a whole thing. And it, it just... It's bad. It's, it's real bad. It's real dumb. Kill me. And then Alfred comes in and is like, hey, it's a bat phone. And Bruce is like, okay, let's let's go. So Bruce and Dick answer the bat phone. Commissioner Gordon's like, something horrible has happened. Something so bad, I don't think we should discuss it over the phone. I don't even want to discuss it in my office. Uh, meet me and Chief O'Hara at, at the Gotham Plaza Hotel. And then they just go with this. They don't question it, like... Yeah, okay, let's go. So they spring into action, they go all the way over there, and they are surprised by an anniversary party. And and Batman's so happy about this, he's he's tearing up. He's one of those single tear people. And they're singing happy birthday, but it's happy anniversary. And it's and it sounds real dumb. It sounds real awkward. So there is no problem. There is no major crime spree. Yet. So anyway, we have this big anniversary party. The mayor gives a big speech. Uh, apparently, there's a bunch of charities that are donating money in his honor. It's all going to go to Batman's favorite charity. Uh, apparently, the Dairyman Guild has donated a the golden calf worth like 200 grand. And that gets wheeled in. But then, green smoke starts seeping into the room. And chaos ensues, and the firemen show up, but they're not the firemen, they're Riddler's goons, and they come in, and they're, like, not extinguishing fires, and they steal the golden calf, and then as they're leaving, Riddler reveals himself, and is like, Hi, I'm someone who's not Frank Gorshin. You should check out a engaging page. If you're to, if you're to follow me on my crimes, look, just, just find a random page in the newspaper. It's a puzzle page. It's, that'll point you in the direction. Like, I'm not obviously 
saying it out loud now, but for the purposes of the guy recounting the events of this episode later being stupid, like, we're just gonna later assume that he just actually said that. And then he jumps out the window into, like, a freaking trampoline or whatever. Into a freaking net or whatever. I don't know what. Eh. And then they get into a fire truck, and Batman and Robin get into the Batmobile, and they do a big epic chase, and then Riddler... Like, kind of gets himself in the middle of a shell game between his own fire truck and an actual fire truck. And Batman and Robin look at the two trucks going away from each other after they got mixed up. And they're like, one of them is putting out a fire. We can't risk stopping the wrong one. Hey, uh, let's get a newspaper. Because she was talking about an engaging page. So, it's clearly talking about the the puzzle section. So, anyway, they look at the puzzle section of the newspaper in the back cave. Uh, one of the one of the answers in the crossword puzzle is banquet. And they're thinking, "Oh, well, there's a banquet on Basin Street happening tonight. Uh Basin and Street are two of the other Two of the other answers. So, Banquet on Basin Street. Uh, but then... <laughs> the commissioner calls Batman. And... Says... Hey, there's a flooded bank! The bank is wet! Banquet! Bank... Wet. Uh... So then we get the dumbest thing that has probably ever happened in this entire show. This bank sequence is hilariously dumb. So... (laughs) So... Riddler and his goons are in this bank which has been flooded to the ceiling. Like, floor to ceiling, no gaps, all floor, bubbles are forming somehow, and they're all in scuba gear. Okay. I find it hard to believe that this is, like, a perfectly filled tank, that this building has become a perfectly filled tank of water. Because, like, You'd get shit draining out the door. The door is not airtight. So it just all drain out. It wouldn't be a perfectly filled floor-to-ceiling bank. That's not how it works. Unless you somehow manage to day after tomorrow this shit. That water will be knee-high at best. Because it would be constantly draining out the front door. Just saying. But anyway, apparently this is high enough to require scuba gear. And they blow up the bank vault door. It actually... There's actually fire, by the way. 
There's action. Fire does not happen underwater. Explosions happen for sure, but there fire doesn't happen. That seems like a very easy fix that you just didn't think of. And they go in. By the way, apparently the vault is fully feel filled as well. The inside of the vault is fully fill filled. No way that vault wouldn't be airtight. So again, when you walk into the vault, even if everything outside is like perfect, I highly doubt it would be perfectly filled from floor to ceiling. Also, nothing floats in this entire bank. Is It's as if there's not actually water in this room. And they just did shitty lighting and after effects. Well, what do you know? So they go into the bank vault. And they fill up their waterproof loot sack. Literally labeled that. With money, I mean, the money's already been exposed to water. The waterproof loot sack, it's kind of, ship's kind of sailed on that one. And then Batman and Robin come in with frickin' <laughs> with breathing gear. And then we get... An underwater fight. <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> They're just like slowly running at each other. They're going in slow motion. Slow punch. Slow kick. And... If that wasn't enough to sell the underwater fight, the epic underwater fight is them just moving in slow motion. They also have underwater themed words like blurp and glurp. A lot of lerps in there. <laughs> they also have a really slowed down version of the typical Batman fights fight music, which is actually pretty clever. I'll give them that. That was that's actually cool. The rest of the sequence is garbage and stupid and poorly made, but that. That, that slowing, that slowed down Batman fight theme, that was good. I'll give you credit for that one. <laughs> that is the one element of this that isn't terrible. But then Riddler gets away with his money. And by the way, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about this scene very in depth, but it's worth noting that when we next see Riddler at his hideout, he is drying each individual dollar bill on a clothesline and ironing them. <laughs> <laughs>
drying them on a clothesline and ironing them. What the fuck? <laughs> so anyway, as Batman and Robin are leaving, they find like a riddle harpooned to the door. Uh, the drowned but not wet Riddle. And not only did Riddle place another Riddler, or did Riddler place another Riddle, rather, but the door has a dent in it. How dare he? He has no respect for private property. This door is going to have to be repaired. Ah! What a fiend! So anyway, uh, Batman and Robin are trying to solve the riddle in the Batcave. Then Alfred shows up and is like, Hey, you have to pose for marshmallow statues on a giant cake, just so you know. And Batman and Robin are like, Okay, yeah, we should go do that. This clearly isn't all that important. So they get in their Batmobile. They go to the cake place. It's a giant fake-ass cake. And they go up to step on the thing and get marshmallow statues carved out or whatever. And then we get our cliffhanger. Apparently this was all a trap from the very beginning. So, frickin' Riddler is there. And he put 15 feet of worth of quicksand in the cake. So they're sinking and sinking and sinking and sinking. And Riddler's like, ha ha, you're gonna drown in quicksand. That's my entire delivery. I'm boring, Riddler. Bye. Man, if Frank Gorshin was there, he'd be like, You're going to drown in 15 feet of quicksand? <laughs> it would have been so much more entertaining. God, why couldn't Frank Gorshin be here? He'd make it so much better. I mean, the arc itself, even with, with, that, with Frank Gorshin, wouldn't be that great. But still... Anyway, at, at one point, they find the... I can't talk. They're sinking and sinking and sinking, and then Robin's like, Hey, that's the answer to the riddle. Quicksand. We're gonna drown in quicksand. And Batman's like, good work, Robin. We're still gonna die, though. And that's where it ends. Tune in next time. Same back time, same back channel. Which means right now they're gonna they're gonna drown in quicksand, they're gonna die. Oh no, what's gonna happen? The worst has yet to come. Okay, so we get two riddles in this episode, but they're still bland as all hell, and I don't care about them. The first one is 
when is an eagle's nest blessed best? Uh, the answer is when it has eggs. And through some form of magic. Through some form of Latin roots BS. They're like, oh, Riddler's clearly targeting this South American dictator. Whose name vaguely sounds like a Latin for eagle. I dropped one of my earbuds. That's unprofessional. I dropped it again. Jesus Christ, I can't hold things. And then the second one is a riddle as old as time that every person knows the answer to. What walks on four legs in the morning, two legs at noon, and three at twilight? Man. That riddle is ancient. Come on. Be a little more creative here. Jesus Christ. So anyway, we get our grand escape. Uh, Batman's like, I, I read a, a a thing on jungle survival. People who die in quicksand die as a result of their panic. If we stay completely motionless, we won't sink a lot. So they stay completely motionless and they stop sinking. And then Batman's like, okay, without any sudden movements... We need to activate the bat rockets in our feet. So they activate them with a ton of sudden movements, somehow not sinking. And they launch out of the cake. Whee! So yay, they escaped. That was lame. So then we cut to Riddler's hideout... And they're watching a news report that says, Riddler just stole all of Batman's anniversary charity funds from the Batman celebration thing that was happening. Didn't happen on screen, but trust us, it was a thing. Oh, it was crazy. There, there were robots and explosions. It, it, was, it was really cool. The Rock was there. It was awesome. It was awesome. And Riddler just stole from the needy. Uh, so, yeah, he's... Boo him. Yay, the robbery. It happened off screen. Off screen. Uh, they ran out of money for this episode and probably couldn't afford to shoot that sequence. Man, that's a letdown. <laughs> and pretty much par for the course with this arc. <laughs> you know what? Screw you. I'll make my own robbery sequence. With blackjack and hookers. <laughs> so anyway, Riddler's celebrating this off-screen robbery. And then he hears that Batman and Robin are alive. And Riddler's like, Ah, that can't be possible. But maybe it is. 
Oh, I should prepare for them on the next job. And also in the news report, there's like a Riddler riddle in there. The eggs nest blessed best riddle. And they, again, like I said, piece it together to mean Riddler's gonna target this exiled South American dictator's house. So they go over there. Riddler's hiding. (coughs) Jesus. I'm dying. Riddler is hiding in the way too much plant life that is present in this house. See, because it's a South American dictator, that means there's a lot of, there's a, it's a jungle in his house because South America. I can't decide if that's racist or just fully dumb. I, I really... I'm really torn. Either the people who wrote this script are racist or dumb. Or both. Probably both. So anyway... They're hiding in the plant life. There's a safe behind some of the plant life. They crack the safe, they're stealing money, putting it in their clearly marked loot sack. This one's not waterproof, though, so it's inferior. And then Batman and Robin come charging in with machetes! They come in with machetes, and they're, like, chopping away all the plant life in the house! Freaking machetes! What? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what the hell is happening in this scene? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's so great. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> stupid but anyway they show up and they start fighting boom bam pow all the words and then Riddler's like no you'll let us walk out of here because we have the dictator in a riddle cage with a bomb attached to it it's gonna explode and kill the dude, and also you. Bye. So anyway, Batman and Robin start solving the riddle cage because they don't want to cause an international incident. And Robin's like, "Well, uh, I remember that these cages, they, they have like a single support rod." And if you take out that support rod, the entire thing comes down. So he takes out the support rod, the entire thing comes down, and then Batman goes to disable the bomb. Turns out there wasn't a bomb. There was a... There was a ticking clock. And a little note saying, if the tail fits, 
Wear it. And also a donkey tail. That, I will be honest, is a pretty clever insult. <laughs> as bad as this arc is, and trust me, it's awful. That is an amazing insult. <laughs> so anyway, Riddler's been fundraising this entire time. So, he's got all the money he needs, like, Three million, I think it was, to buy a demolecularizer from this disgruntled scientist. So he buys this demolecular, demolecularizer, demolecularizer, demolecularizer. That's a word. <laughs> and it's, it's it's real dumb it looks like a pen and you just kind of turn it a bit and it just makes a thing disappear it's just gone like And it's real stupid. And you can't bring it back. You can't bring it back. That's a very important aspect of this thing. So the dude takes his money. Riddler takes his demolecularizer. How is that so hard to say? And then he calls Mr. Gordon and is like, hey, you should check out the so-and-so statue. So they go over to the so-and-so statue, Gordon, O'Hara, Batman, Robin. And they're just staring very intently at the statue. Like, you can't see this because it's an audio podcast, but my eyes are very wide open as if I were staring at this statue. And Riddler's in disguise and uses his demolecularizer on it. And Batman, Robin, Gordon, and O'Hara are like, oh, It's gone! And they're just kind of examining it. They don't really know what this is. A, tele- a, a telegram? A telegram shows up for Batman that basically demands, hey, make crime legal or the the GCPD building disappears. And so, oh, and also there's a riddle at the bottom of it with the most, the most cliche riddle of all time. Like, I don't think there's a riddle I've heard more than that, in all honesty. And then there's, like, just insults, name-calling. Like, it's a very wordy, very intricate, very scatterbrained note. Oh, and it also says, uh, if you want to find me, uh, combine the answer to this riddle with the other three. So... They're solving the riddle. By the way, they have told Commissioner Gordon, do not meet the Riddler's demands. 
So Batman and Robin are solving the riddle. They come to the very, 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 very obvious answer of a man. Because this is the most cliche riddle of all time. And they're just sort of driving along in the Batmobile. And then they enact some convoluted bullshit. To combine with the, the other three riddles. They come up with some convoluted bullshit that leads them to the puzzle factory as Riddler's hideout. I don't even know what they do. It just all went over my head because it was so complicated and ridiculous. I just remembered it was dumb. I just remember it was complete bullshit. So they go to the puzzle factory. They go up with bat ropes. They're climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing. And they go into Riddler's thing. And it comes time for the demolecularizer. The demolecularizer to just turn on automatically. But a lightning bolt strikes the GCPD. And it's fine. And Batman and Robin are like, we set that up because I don't know. Like, there was a chemical. We made some clouds. Cloud made lightning somehow. It's real dumb. And then Riddler is like, Ah, you ruined my plans! And then they fight. Boom, bam, pow. All the words. Uh, Batman ends up winning. They capture Riddler. They capture all the henchmen. They capture the femme fatale. Uh, O'Hara has her pin, just has her caught. And she's like kicking a bunch. She kicks Robin real hard at one point. Robin is, like, in physical pain. Like, ah, ah, ah. Just, like, jumping up and down. Uh, but it's okay, because they save the day again. Uh, the final scene. Uh, we get this disgruntled science scientist returning the money Riddler gave him. Because I I couldn't. I couldn't live with myself having taken from the from the poor and the needy. And so Batman's like, well, the fact that you return this money uh, will reflect on you very well uh, in, in your trial. And also, when you're out of prison, uh, you will be on this science board thing. That you were not allowed to be on before because you were a high school dropout. That was a subplot in this. No one cares. So, Batman and Robin take the briefcase and are like, Okay, now we need to give this to the Wayne Foundation. Do-do-do-do-do, and then they leave. Alright. Two things. First off. They were talking all throughout the episode of how Batman's charity fund will go to Batman's favorite charity. His favorite charity is the Wayne Foundation. 
conflict of interest. That is very, very self-serving, and I am uncomfortable with this. I am uncomfortable with this development. Second, he just took the briefcase and was like, do, 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 do. This goes to the Wayne Foundation. This is all my charity fund. Except it's not all his charity fund. Some of it belongs to that wet bank. Some of it belongs to that South American dictator. You just stole a shit ton of money. And claimed it all is your own. You are no better than the Riddler in this scenario. <laughs> so anyway, Batman just stole shit. And that's where the episode ends. Alright. Whatever. Why not? <laughs> Luckily, this is the only arc in which John Aston plays the Riddler. Uh, there are still appearances of Frank Gorshin. So... All will be right at some point in the future. This arc sucks. It's real bad. And I'm kind of glad we just sort of got it over with. Ripped the band-aid off, so to speak. God damn. <sighs> Please have better stuff throughout the rest of this season. Because, man. <laughs> all of this was bad. If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. You can also find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Tomorrow we will go back to one episode. Tomorrow we will go back to one episode at a time, discussing season two, episode forty-seven. Talk to you then.